This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast, and it is Friday night. Um, This is going to air on Monday, and it was supposed to be an interview with um, Dr. Ashley Olson with the Intimate Rose line of pelvic floor um, accoutrements, and it was a great interview, and she talked very eloquently on her products, and I've interviewed lots of people on Zoom for the podcast and have never had this happen. But it didn't record the whole thing. So I am going to go over some of the products that are that she has or all of the products that she has on her website. And hopefully we'll be able to redo the interview at some point. So, so sad that we do not get the interview, but I do want to talk about the Intimate Rose products. So if you aren't familiar... They are to help with a variety of different things. So the first thing that drew me to her company was the pelvic wand. I um, thought it was just really uniquely designed. It didn't look too intimidating, and it's used to address those internal trigger points in the pelvic floor, which can be very scary for people to go in to get those worked on by somebody else or not have that continuity of getting them worked on more regularly, this kind of bridges that gap. So if you want to watch this podcast episode, you can go to my YouTube channel because I will be showing the actual um, tools that she has on here. So the first tool is the wand and it is this, little silicone, very soft, very gentle type material. Um, It's very thin. On one end, we have this thinner um, point to it. And on this other end, it's a little bit broader. And it has a little bit more of a point right at the end of it, if you can see that. So... The, how this is used is this wider end with the point at the end of it is used for those deeper pelvic floor muscles. So you would insert this into your vagina and you would take nice, easy motioning back and forth along like in a clockwise, you know, dial of a clock type pattern. And you're looking for tender spots. So if you're a patient of mine and you've had um, trigger point work before, you know that we'll sometimes hold a trigger point for a little bit to help it to release. Um, And really that's your brain connecting with that area. 
And it's the same thing, whether it's in your shoulders or your suboccipitals or neck or whatever, as for your pelvic floor. So you find a tender spot with this, with this end, and you're just going to gently hold. And you don't, more is not better, in my opinion. There's probably other people out there that have a different opinion on how you should work with trigger points. But in my opinion, we want to be kind to our brain, to our body. So you would just lightly hold it where that tender spot is and then let it dissipate and um, not try to force it out. And then you would simply move to the next tender spot, hold for up to a minute, and then keep working your way around that clock of the vagina. Now, the other longer, thinner end with the more blunt tip at the end would be for um, the more superficial, or you could even insert it into the rectum. Because I think people think of pelvic floor being just in women and just because you've had a baby, but your pelvic floor holds up all your rear or pelvic organs. So it's also encompassing that anal opening. So if you're not addressing, sometimes you, that's that missing key point. You have to address that as well. So this works for that. Now, that being said, you always want to use a generous amount of lubricant whenever you're using this kind of thing. Because sometimes when people have a really tight or hypertonic pelvic floor, they are going to have pain with sex, pain with putting um, tampons in, pain with putting um, a menstrual cup in, those sort of things. So even though this is relatively small and this end is much smaller than a tampon would be, that might be horrifying to someone who is going through vaginismus or something like that. So you want to use a, a lot, a generous amount of lubricant and go very slowly. And then if you're having that pain with sex, pain with um, tampon insertion, those kind of things, you might want to pair this product with their dilator product. Now their dilators have a very wide range of sizes to them. Um, she sent me both their small set and their larger set to look at. So to give you an example, the small set is starts at this size. So it's, it's smaller than my pinky or about the same size as my pinky. So I would say smaller than even like a teen intro tampon kind of a thing. Then we have um, gradually getting bigger. And this is the smaller set. So you're slowly working your way up to the bigger set. And then they do have bigger dilators, a whole set that works its way up. Now with the dilators, you also, they're also made with that super soft, they're pliable. They have a very soft silicone coating to them. And you want to do it always linked with breath. So when people come into my office and they're work, we're working on pelvic floor stuff, I do not do any internal work in the office. Um, I always start people off with breathing because breathing links right up with how the pelvic floor works. Your diaphragm should be parallel to your pelvic floor and they should talk to one another. 
And to get your pelvic floor to relax, you need to have a solid breath practice. So in in the Intimate Rose line of stuff, they tell you how they want you to breathe to use their products, which I love. Um, With When you think about the diaphragm, which is that muscle right under the lungs, and the pelvic floor kind of talking to one another, as you inhale, the diaphragm pushes down because the lungs are filling up. And that puts pressure down onto the pelvic floor. So it's accepting pressure and it's, it's having some stress on it. When you exhale, diaphragm comes up and the pelvic floor is like, ah, okay, it's getting some rest. So when you're using things like the wand or the dilator, you're going to want to get into a super comfortable position. You're going to want to maybe be lying down on your back or on your side, and you're going to want to incorporate that breath. So you're going to inhale, you get some pressure down onto your pelvic floor, and as you exhale, Think of fully relaxing the pelvic floor and then inserting either the wand or the dilator. And then with the dilators, you would just leave it in there as long as you can tolerate it. All right. And then you would leave it in maybe 15 minutes or whatever the provider you're working with recommends. And you're going to work with that breath and inhale, you feel more pressure build, exhale, try to fully relax and kind of go through, through those motions. And, um, I think in one of her uh, descriptions of her products, she mentions that visualization, visualization is really important with pelvic floor work, which I didn't really think much about when I, when I work with, my pelvic floor people, but with my prenatal people, that is very key in when you're going into labor. So I like that connection. You want to visualize your pelvic floor opening, softening, relaxing. When I have patients that are my prenatal patients that are maybe going a little past their due date or whatever, and they, you know, are getting anxious and we don't want to give labor when we're anxious I tell them to visualize their cervix softening and visualize their pelvic floor relaxing and visualizing that thinning happening and that opening of like picturing it as a flower blossoming, those kind of things. And they mentioned this in their system too, which definitely makes sense when you're working on relaxing the pelvic floor. So for these products here, we have the the wand for the pelvic floor trigger points, which we've got the deep ones and we've got the shallow ones and the ones accessed through the rectum. And then we also have the dilators to help to get that relaxation to happen. And that is very common is to have that inability to relax the pelvic floor. So that's why it, I don't ever just blanket statement, give out, you should do Kegels. Because I found that a lot of the times people will not know exactly what it is they're squeezing. They might recruit their inner thighs. They might recruit their glutes. They might be using more of the sphincter muscles, which would um, stop the flow of urine or um, they're more less 
elevating the pelvic organs and more um, just squeezing at one little spot. So with um, her last product that I have to talk about, it's a Kegel exercise system. So even though I say don't do, you know, you want to definitely try to make sure that you're able to fully relax before you engage the pelvic floor. Um, this is a good tactile way to learn exactly where your pelvic floor is and what you should be engaging to do what it needs to do. So the, her last product are these Kegel weights. So it looks kind of like a tampon. So and she has six that come in the set. So the first one is white. The next is like a lighter pink. And as they increase in darkness, they get a little heavier. So each one gets a little heavier until you get up to the dark purple. And that's the heaviest. So you would start with the lightest. And they, they are what they sound like. They're weights for your pelvic floor. So it's like putting a weighted exercise to it. Now, it's not just for the fact of like uh, the strength of it per se. Um, it's more of that biofeedback of you've got something physically on your pelvic floor telling you this is the muscle you need to be contracting. This is the muscle that needs engaged. So it's that it's um, biofeedback that you can do at home. Um, so to use the weights, you would simply insert the, um, the Kegel weight into your vagina as you would a tampon. And you, it's that same silt soft, super soft silicone um, covering that all the products have. And you would use a lot of lubricant. Um, and you can... To start off with, you could lie on your back and you could, that's the least amount of resistance. So you're not using gravity. You're just letting it rest there, telling you where your pelvic floor is at. And then you can practice being able to hold it in. And she um, talks about it as if you're upright and or on all fours, which is a little less intense, you're drawing that up into your body. So it's sitting in your vagina and you're using your pelvic floor to telescope it back up into your body. So you're trying not to recruit your inner thighs. You're not trying not to recruit your glutes. You're just focusing on the pelvic floor. And you want to work up to 10 to 15 minutes of going about light, easy tasks throughout your um, day, you can just insert it and then put clothes on and do whatever for 10 to 15 minutes. <clears throat> and then you would progress to the next weight. And an important thing to remember is that your pelvic floor is like any other muscle and your, your, your progress will not be linear. You're not going to just chug away at this perfect increase of progression. You're going to have ups and downs. And if you find that, oh, this weight is way too heavy today, but it was fine last week, that's fine. And that's normal. You can back off and then ramp back up. And then you're working towards that, that heaviest weight, the Kegel weight. Um, and this is great for uh, pelvic floor dysfunction, prolapse, those kind of things. 
I like that it helps you to accurately um, hone in on where your pelvic floor is at through touch. Because touch, even when I'm working with people, let's say I want them to recruit their lower traps and just simply placing my hand there and saying, this is what I want you to contract, that can be make the world of difference. So think of that as your hand on your pelvic floor saying, this is, this is what we want to activate. So that is the Kegel weight system. Um, another thing I forgot to mention was that this is the, their standard wand. It's just, it is what it is, but they have two other ones. <clears throat> one is a um, one that you can put into your fridge or freezer or you can run it under warm water. So you can use it as cryotherapy, cold therapy, or warmth if you're trying to, if you do better, if you have some inflammation and you want to try to decrease that with ice or not ice, but cool temperature, or if you want some warmth and want some um, of that heat therapy, you can use the warmth as well. The last one that I think is even more, I would probably be my pick would be the vibrating one. So they make the wand in a vibrating format and it, it has a few different settings on it. Um, and you do the same type of trigger point work, but it also vibrates and vibration is great for trigger points. We use it in the office on other kinds of trigger points all over. Nerves love vibration. So if you have like a pudendal nerve issue or something like that, vibration in that area would be phenomenal. Um, and the other thing with vibration is it helps um, with blood flow and things heal better with better blood flow. Um, the I did two other interviews, one with Dr. Anna Folkmer and one with Dr. Mercier and they're, you know, not associated with one another, but they deal a lot with fertility stuff, one in the acupuncture realm and one in um, uh, visceral massage and manipulation realm. And their, their approaches are very different, but they both have the same goal with increasing blood flow to the abdominal organs because better blood flow helps with better pelvic organ health. So same thing for pelvic floor, that vibration helping to stimulate better blood flow to the area helps with your nerves. It just is all around, I think, awesome. So that would be my pick out of the wands for the, for that. Um, with the, so in all three of the different products, um, you, you know, it's, advised to use a lubricant. And um, I just wanted to add in here that one of the lubricants that I I used to always recommend um, coconut oil, because I thought, well, it could be more natural than coconut oil. You know, it's, it doesn't have any extra things in it. It doesn't have um, chemicals, whatever. It's got to be great. Well, i just took a class, I don't know, a couple months ago, and they um, were talking about how you want your lubricant to match up with your the 
proper pH for your vagina. And I was like, oh my goodness. So coconut oil is not the proper pH for um, optimal vaginal health. So optimal vaginal pH ranges about from 3.8 to 4.5. And then as we hit menopause, it can even go up to five. Um, and with these products, they're silicone. So you want a water-based lubricant. So one of the lubricants that I found that is hypoallergenic, good for sensitive skin, um, water-based and has a pH in that proper zone is called the Good Clean Love line. And they have a pH rating for their sensitive skin one from 3.9 to 4.3. And it's safe for all the silicone products and it's um, no parabens, no petrochemicals or glycerin. So um, not scented, anything like that. So that would be I'm sure there's others out there and, you know, you can pick whatever lubricant you want. I would just go to their website and see what the pH rating is and make sure that it's water-based. So that is my overview and of, of the, of the system. So I, I really enjoyed seeing how much thought and effort they went into putting these products together. Um, they have different forums. So if you have questions about how to use them, you have the support there and they made a conscious effort to make them not, um, seem just like, seem like sex toys. They're therapeutic, tools to help with a very real problem that a lot of women suffer with. And if they were marketed as sex toys, that would be a huge deterrent for people that have had trauma in that area that are now experiencing pelvic floor dysfunction and um, pain with sex that also have that emotional component with it too. So I just think it's really great product. They put a lot of time and thought and effort into it. And hopefully we will get to hear from Dr. Olson sometime here soon. I'm so sorry that I screwed up that filming, but if you have any questions, let me know and I will try to get the answers for you. So have a good one. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.